Welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast for the California MBA, featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and very happy that you could join us today. Uh, before I introduce today's guest, I'd like to thank our 2023 President's Council sponsors. Now, these are a group of companies that provide a substantial amount of financial support for our, our association annually. And of course, we use all of the resources that uh, we bring into the association to be your advocate. Advocacy is the cornerstone of what we do at the California MBA. We are the voice for the real estate finance industry before the California state legislature and our regulators. So we are great, uh, grateful for the support that we get from our President's Council sponsors. And this year, those companies are AmeriHome, ArchMI, Consolidated Analytics, Funding Shield, Guild Mortgage, Incelerate, Rocket Mortgage, and Western Alliance Bank. Thank you all so much for your support this year. And with that, I'd like to turn to today's guest. Uh, I'm very happy to welcome Daniel Ceniceros, founder and CEO of Connect Commercial Real Estate. Daniel, welcome. Susan, thank you for having me. It's great to be here. We were just chatting uh, right before we started about how long we've known each other. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, it's got to have been over 15 years, but you corrected me. I think it's, 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 we're coming up on almost 20. Yep. I hate to say it, but it is 20 years. We're in 2024. You know, I think back to um, outside the pandemic happening. I don't think I've missed a CMBA. Event uh, in Vegas. I don't think you know from it was me putting magazines on chairs back at Real Estate Southern California magazine. Yeah. Then changing into RealShare and then Globe Street and you know all my evolution now up to Connect. But yeah, I I, I very much look forward to the show in September. You've been to almost all of them because we celebrated 25 years for Western States Craft last year. So you pretty much made it to all of them. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, I always like to start off the podcast with like a little background, let people get to know you a little bit. So give us your story. How did you uh, how did you come into the commercial real estate finance industry? Interesting enough, um, the I came in on the creative side. Well, I know the industry is built of creative people, but, you know, I came in on I worked for a real estate, uh, commercial, um, a real estate, residential real estate, and commercial real estate um, agency. It was called Rap Communications, and they dealt with a lot of different, um, I guess I would say, master plan communities. And on every one of the master plan communities, there was a commercial property. Mm. And so I was the young kid coming in, and they said, you know, commercial properties were marketed differently back in the late '90s, and so. You know, it was always about custom homes where had the big advertising budgets and so forth. And so they'd always give it to the young, you know, rookie and say, here, you deal with this. And I've had the apartment, you know, apartment building, the hotel, the office, retail, whatever it was. I loved it. I, I had a great, uh, I, I just, it just something that just really stayed with me. And so I, I reached for every one of those projects and I just concerned and I got to work with some great developers, you know, here in Southern California, there's a lot of great developers that, um, you know, just family owned development businesses. And so I got a great, great developers and learned a lot about the business sitting trailers and 
really helped try to move the needle. So that was kind of my start um, within that. And then I got to the media side and then, you know, hence the magazine side. And one day the LA Times reporter called me up and said, hey, I'm starting this commercial real estate magazine. Would you like to join me? And I was like, I love commercial real estate. So um, I jumped in, Dave Myers and myself, we started a real estate Southern California magazine. And, you know, we grew it from there to five different publications and we launched Globe Street and we launched conferences and, you know, it was a fun 16 years of my life, I would say. And, you know, then it's time for me to do it on my own. Yeah. I, uh, for anybody that's listened to the podcast, you know, uh, I repeat this a lot. I love a good entrepreneur story. Um, so talk to us a little bit about what motivated you to start Connect Commercial Real Estate. Well, if you love a good entrepreneurial story, then you must. The, the, the nightmares are the bad. The entrepreneurial it's nightmares are the story. Easy. It's not yeah, easy, yeah. for sure. Yeah, those, those happen over beers. Um, but you know, those are the those are the stories that are the nightmares. But you know, motivated me to start Connect. Um, part of the things that I had a um, two-year non-compete after leaving the real estate media group at ALM, and I went to a technology company. And I was now on the other side of the business. I was head of sales and marketing chief strategy officer. And we were constantly, you know, trying to find someone that we could work to help us market our products and help us, you know, penetrate sales into commercial real estate. And I realized there was no real agency out there. There was a couple that were, one was on the East Coast, one was on the West Coast, but they, they were firms, but they weren't, they were marketing firms. They weren't really driving, moving the needle kind of business development firms. And I decided that, you know, it was time for me to start Connect. I knew that I had that on the news media conference side, but I also wanted to help our clients move the needle. I built relationships with a lot of our clients. So that's really what I started. I really, we really just decided that we were going to get the best people from the industry and we were going to put a team together. And part of that is it's so scary to start a company, right? You think you're on your own. You're like, oh God, how am I going to do this on my own? Oh my God, how am I going to do this on my own? Oh my God, how am I going to do this on my own? You ask yourself that over and over again, but you're not going to do it on your own. You're going to do it with the team. You're going to put the team together. You're going to, you know, I started it with Sarah Quinn. She's a co-founder. Then we brought in Emily. We brought in Dennett. We brought, I mean, we just brought in really seasoned people and just got better and better and better. But that's, you know, when it, when you talk about, you know, started what motivated me to start Connect. It was it was the right time. Um, I thought there was a really big gap in in the industry for what we do, and but at the same time, um, I had to have some confidence too. And so that was a big part of the the other part of confidence that whatever I did would be successful. Um, even though there's non successful days, you uh, you try to work, look at those things. It's a uh, it's a fantastic publication and service, and and I know many of our members uh, utilize your services. So uh, it's been great to watch you uh, watch you grow the company. Thank you. Uh, so you you have had, as you described, kind of a long successful uh, um, career in commercial real estate. What advice would you give to a newer entrant into the market? God, you know you know what's great about commercial real estate. Um, same one of the things that i love about connect also but one of the things that's great about commercial real estate if you ask for help people will come running yeah. it, it really is it, um i've been so fortunate to have just great mentors great friends i mean we call them friends right we call them friends we call them those things but i would say you know i've been mentored through so many different 
people in this industry, you know, ask them questions, been able to get true answers. And I just think that I would, my first thing for young professionals, find yourself a mentor, ask questions. Don't be afraid to go up to people and say, you know, I'm in this situation. What do you think? I do it. I still do it all the time. I still pick up the phone and, and phone a mentor or a friend and ask, you know, what do I do with this? How do I handle this part of it? And I really truly believe that young people kind of pod, they stick together and, and they, you know, kind of run in that same circle. Don't not do that, make good relationships and build your network. But at the same time, make sure that you're going to somebody that you see as being successful um, in whatever that buy, build, lease, finance, sell, um, and, and really go to them because I've never been turned down. No one's ever in my 20 plus years said, not giving me advice when I went up and asked somebody for some advice. It just doesn't happen. I, I agree with you. I think that uh, I have seen that as kind of an outsider watching the industry over the years that I've been doing this. I agree with you. It's a um, definitely everybody wants to see everybody else succeed. And if they can help do it, you know, help them, they're willing to, to do that. I think they're looking back on, you know, maybe the mentors they have in their career as well. They want to be, they want to pass that along to the next generation. And I think the, the other thing is too, there's, there's this really hard step. There's this really hard wall you have to break through. And it's, you're at an event, you see somebody across the room that you want to meet. Um, maybe it's a competitor and, but you know, they're being successful, whether they're a lawyer, a developer, owner, broker, whatever it might be, lender. Walk up to them, talk to them. It's a t it's tough. I know it. It's it's tough to walk up to someone you don't know, introduce yourself, and say, "Hey, any words of advice for someone starting up in the business?" Uh, you two hours later, <laughs> after the person's giving you all the advice, and probably you you have a friend for life. You have conversations, um, you know, and and when they see you do that, and they see you being proactive, they know that you're are automatically a hard worker because you do have to work hard in this industry. And so I would just say that, you know, with those, with that part of it, you're just going to have to break through that wall. I know sometimes it's fearful. Um, some of us are just, you know, born to easily business development kind of types of people that will do that. But I know it's not, it's not always that easy for some, but it, that's my advice. Break through that wall and find and ask those questions and find yourself some mentors. I think that's I think that's fantastic advice, uh, really for for anybody. Um, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk with you about um, because you know California MBA represents both residential and commercial real estate finance. And on the residential side, I see it probably started or start, it did start a lot earlier. But what I'm seeing is um, this rise in technology and commercial real estate. And I'd be interested to hear from you. What do you think like the next big thing in commercial real estate technology will be? You know, it's interesting technology. So uh, that two year, um, two year when I was um, letting my non-compete run off, um, I was working within uh, real estate technology and we had great technologies part of the platform. Um, but it was, it was it's a really slow industry to adopt technology. Um, a lot of what we learn in commercial real estate is very much individual experience, experience from teams can't speed up experience. So these are people that have worked within the industry for 25 years, 30 years, and been doing it the same way for, you know, for many, many years. Um, so it's very hard when you, you want that transaction, you want everything to close, you want that building, you want to get the land 
use pass, you want, you know, everything environmental, you have all those things that you look at. Um, those are all things that um, are important to our industry. And so what happens is, you know, while relying on industry, but by relying on technology, the industry just needs more transparency. So as people are starting to adopt that, they're trying to see the transparency. So I think there's some great technologies out there. I think technology came out and was like, we want to go end to end. We don't need anybody to do a transaction. We're this one day we're going to, you know, all the, all this different experience is going to go away. And, and then there's a fearful thing about what they're talking about AI right now and everything. But I just mentioned something. I just mentioned you're forgetting about someone that has to walk across the room, shake someone's hand and be able to get a signature on a dotted line. And so whatever that signature for on, on that dotted line means. And so when I talk about technology, technology, I think, has really started to find its place in commercial real estate with transparency. So really help the executives, the professionals within the industry make better business decisions. And so I see that now starting to happen, you know, with, with different business development tools like CRMs or different, not only just marketing tools, some of those things, valuation tools, environmental tools, things that can help um, like I said, give more transparency. That's so. That's what I feel. The technology is really starting to take some strides, and they're starting to merge together, and they're starting to work together and come under one umbrella. So I think there's some exciting, some exciting times for technology. Is, is you know, and, and they're really starting to find their their groove in the industry. Yeah, definitely. It's still a relationship business, but that enhancement of technology is definitely a, an added bonus. Like I can I can see that as well. So, you know, 2023, we're in an era with, you know, rising interest rates, um, competitive, challenging market. What innovative marketing techniques can companies employ to kind of set themselves apart from their competitors? Well, it's very interesting. So, you know, the, the, the consistency. So, you know, have intention. I think we, we always go back to, um, you know, what's, what's, what everybody sits down. So tell me what marketing works the best, what marketing works the best. And my first thought is, you know, let's talk about, you know, why you do what you do, not what you do. Let's talk about, let's put together a content strategy. Let's put together a marketing strategy, but I'm going to say it's consistency. You know, one of the things that works well, um, you know, what was a, a really big business development tool was a follow-up email after you met, right? When, and you had you had a follow-up email and you were like, okay, that this person said thank you. That's awesome. Well, think about it in that same sense. How do you want to stay in front of that client? And how, you know, continuing, you want that silent salesperson into those. So there's different tools that you can go out there with retargeting. So if you meet with a group of people and you decide you want to retarget some nice videos into their LinkedIn or into their Facebook ad or, you know, but if but you don't have to just think about it in the sense of uh, you can think about if you wanted to if you're trying to lease space in downtown LA and what you would do is get you know you're trying to go 20,000 square feet i would say start retargeting all the companies around around you cuz those are your best tenants from around in other buildings that might be someone that has 20,000 square feet um, obviously, you're going to do all the cold calling, but also make sure you're doing some of the strategic touches that it takes. And so make sure you have video and you're using some video retargeting 
make sure you have a video to send with your thank you note so they can watch that. Trust me, they'll watch it a lot. They'll watch it over and over again. They'll send it around. Make sure you have some tracking on that so you know when they open it and you can say, oh, wow, Jane or John Doe has opened this five times and they've watched this video. Let's, let's call them again. Um, those are all things that you have to think strategically. You can't just be, and, and, and to your point on CMBA side, lenders, right? Mortgage brokers, these banks are trying to get in front of these mortgage brokers to use their capital with their clients. Right. And so they're moving quickly. They want to be successful. How do you stay in front of a mortgage broker? Well, you can send them an email every week with your closed transactions where you're going to be all those different things, but also you should be employing other strategies of touches with them, making sure that you're, you know, you're touching them on LinkedIn, making sure you're touching them on Facebook, making sure it's, it's more than just some of those, um, those closed transactions emails, making sure there's some video component. And I think those are the strategies. It takes 22 touches. Now it started off at seven touches for someone. Then it went to 14. We're up to 22 touches before someone. So if you think about that, it's 22 touches before you buy that pair of shoes <laughs> or wow. 22 touches before, before you do, um, you know, a lot of different, before you transact with someone that's marketing to you. So it's, it's, it's a different world. There's a lot of noise out there. So you have to try to be consistent. A lot of competition on, especially when you're talking about social media marketing and reaching out via email and electronically. I mean, there's, like you say, there's so many things that distract us. Um, I think my husband would challenge your status on me buying her shoes 22 times. It wouldn't take me. I'll take it. We would, yeah. Well, Amazon be, you know, we all, we all move fast on Amazon, but I would say that, um, the, you know, the, the part that's, that, that is the most interesting part when you think about marketing, it's like I said, it's important that you move the needle and it's important that you make things as easy for the person that you want to work with to get through your website, to get through your social media, to get through, you make it as easy as possible because the difficult ones never get looked at twice. Right. And right. So yeah. easy yeah. ones get through those parts. So. Yeah, no, that is great advice. Um, and and definitely something people should be paying attention to in a market like this. So thank you, I appreciate that. We are, uh, I can't believe it, once again, we're a few weeks away from this year's Western States Craft Conference. And uh, I wanna thank Connect Commercial Real Estate for once again being one of our big media sponsors for the conference. Um, I would just like to ask you, you know, why does, uh, why do you prioritize this conference uh, for your calendar of events in the year? So 1998, I started in the industry. I started in August. September was one of my first events. Um, I made some of my greatest relationships. Some people that aren't even in the industry, I'm like Pete Kessler. Um, I know Warren's still in the industry, Tom Whitesell, Patrick Crandall, all these great names. Um, and some I fortunately get to work with, like Gary Beckel and some of the others that I fortunately still work with. Um, it, I just, it's just one of those things that I just look forward to because um, A, um, you, that group, the CMBA group, you know, they all go there to work with each other, to see each other. A lot gets done. I know it's in Vegas and everything, you know, there's gambling and there's drinking and there's all, but a lot get done, a lot gets done. Everybody's, everybody's calendar's full. Everybody's in their suites. Everybody's at their booths. Everybody's in, you know, a lot is happening 
um, there. And I just feel like I've had some, you know, I, I've made some of my closest friends and clients. I've, I've done, gotten a lot done there in as far as sales um, through my different careers. And uh, so I just, it's always just been a priority. Um, just, and, and, and the right people are there. Decision makers are there. Um, and so I, there, I don't, I don't know if there's another show like that in finance. Um, and I know it's California, but I hate to say this. Some, I, I feel like we are pretty much the epicenter when it comes to a big part of the lending. And so I think there's a big, I think there's a big contingency that does come from the East. Um, but they're smart, you know, they're smart to come from the East because there is a good big episode of talent. And, um, and so I, like, it's, it's a no brainer for me. Well, thank you for the kind words. We're very proud of Western States Craft Conference and very grateful for the support that we've gotten from you and Connect uh, Commercial Real Estate. So thank you, Daniel. And thanks for being on our podcast. We really appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun and um, I've enjoyed our 20-year relationship. We can we can say we started when we were 12, but I exactly. <laughs> before I see you in person, but sure. So I will see you in a few weeks. And uh, thanks again, and thanks to all of you for joining us on this episode of Connect. To access any of our past episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time on Connect. Go.